Welcome to Stroke, the art of mental stimulation. Where we touch subjects at depths that most people aren't willing to go. I keep it really raw and honest and transparent. Oh yeah, I go there, man. And of course, you know, I'm powered by God. God is the orchestrator. Transparency at its finest. And oh man, I get to be vulnerable on this mic. It is such a beautiful thing to be able to have a spiritual eruption when I get on here, man. You know, God uses me as a tool. God using me to fulfill my purpose and to put the word out to his people. You know, sometimes I go back and listen to this because I'm a listener just like you guys, and it's such profound things are spoken on here. And I go back and listen to it, and sometimes God has a message for me. Like, I truly black out on his mic and go with whatever he puts on my heart. You already know how we do it. We try to break down subjects in such a simplistic way that Anybody can grasp onto it. Everyday life things that people go through, you know, everyday pains, everyday tribulations, everyday successes as well. It's not always all bad. You know, we try to get down in there, man. Well, anybody can get in there and listen and find some comfort in something. I try to touch things from a healing and spiritual perspective, because that's how God would want it. If you're listening right now, do me a favor. Go hit subscribe on whatever platform you are listening on. If you're on YouTube... Can you also hit that like button for me as well? You already know how they go. And don't be afraid to drop a comment as well. I always want to hear from you guys. And of course, you already know what's about to happen to you, man. Ride this wave with me. It's time to get stroked up. This week's episode is called The Art of Self-Sabotage. I'm in a committed relationship with pain. How many people... Or how many of you know people that it seems like just when things are getting good, just when everything seems okay, and out of the blue you look up and something bad happens on their part to destroy the situation. Self-sabotage is described as someone who does something that blocks their success or their progress or, you know, even with in situations or with people. So uh, this today I just want to get down into this and, like, really get down into what is the reason that this is being done? Let's get to the underlying, just the underlying thing that, that's defining who these people are because they're identifying with this. They're identifying with the pain. They're identifying with, you know, just not letting people get close and not thinking they are deserving of success and not thinking they are deserving of these big and great things. And let's, let's bring these people some comfort, man. Let's do it. Last week's episode was about betrayal. And I played devil's advocate a little bit. You know, I got on there and kind of got into the spirit of what it might be like for the person that committed that betrayal, you know, just a little bit. So on this episode, you know, a little differently, I'm going to get on here and I'm going to get on here and try to get down in them as well when it comes to self-sabotage. Because most people who commit betrayal, and this is just not focused on people who betray people, but most people who commit betrayal, that's that's what they're doing. They're used to self-sabotaging. They're used to running. They don't want to stay there. You know, they go back to their comfort zone. And that's where the committed relationship with pain comes in, man. Some people have things happen in their lives that we couldn't even fathom. We couldn't even fathom, like, some, some of the biggest traumas you can have in your life that we couldn't even fathom that, you know, could have broke them. They're still walking this earth. You know, they still have breath in their body. They're moving on every day. And we don't really know what it takes or what it took for them to get to the place that they're in right now. So, you know, they're kind of afraid. They're kind of afraid, and they have found comfort in the pain. They have started to identify with 
pain and bad things happening to him. And, you know, let's let's come out of that, man. You guys deserve the best as well. You know, not making excuses for anybody who has done some dark things because of these things. But let's try to find a way out, man. If we get lost, let's try to find a way out. Let's go with it, man. Um, I don't know how many of you guys have watched a movie called Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank Redemption, it has Morgan Freeman in it. The main character, uh, I really, to be honest, it's his real name. I can't remember right now, but I know his character was called Andy on there. You guys may, have, may remember it. It's based inside of a prison setting, kind of show you what prison life is like. But uh, right now, I want to focus on the character that was in there, the guy that had the, I think he had a crow. He had the crow name Jack, I think. Well, his name is Brooks. He was the librarian in the movie, the old guy. I think he did 50 years in jail. So his whole life, from a child to adulthood, was spent in that prison. That was his world, you know, all the darkness that was in there, all the things he went through, all the mental anguish. He became accustomed to it, and that's all he knew. That was his world. And if you watch the movie, it was a certain part. After he did 50 years in jail, he had the opportunity to get out. He got out of jail he went out into the world. He thought the world was moving a little bit too fast for him. He felt lost. He felt alone. He didn't know what to do. He just, I mean, he was just a lost soul just walking around. And I hate to say it, but because I don't want to ruin the movie for people who haven't seen it, but you need to go watch it. It came to a point where he, he actually took his own life, man. He did not know how to function outside of that prison. He didn't know what to do. I mean, he had all his freedom. He had a new world. He had a, you know, a, a space where he probably could recreate himself and get out into the world, learn new things, and, you know, he was free. You know, he can breathe a little differently, but he did not know how to accept that. He did not know how to accept that. All he knew was the chaos of that prison that became his comfort zone. And the reason why I'm bringing that up, because to me, that kind of correlates people with people who self-sabotage. You know, they're used to the pain. They're used to bad things happening to them. It's like they put up this wall. And within that wall lies their comfort zone. And anything outside of that, they don't know what to do. You know, it's like they have to recreate themselves and it has to be a rebirth or whatever because all they know is that pain that they identify with, that trauma they have identified with. I don't know whether people hurt them, situations fail them, but that's what they did. They kind of put that wall up, so they kind of imprisoned themselves. So when you find that someone like that has gotten close to you and maybe they run, or whatever, or maybe it's turmoil or something happened and, and, and they turn their back or they run, they run back to that cell. They're running back to that safe space because that, that's all they know. Even in that movie, they said hope is a dangerous thing, and that's how those type of people think. They think hope is a dangerous thing because they think one thing go wrong, it will destroy everything that they are, everything that they've created, that comfort they've created. One thing goes wrong, those files I brought up on the last episode. Remember when I say when someone betrays you, it's like inside of your brain, Files go everywhere. It's like they just get thrown in the air and they're everywhere. So your mind is trying to find a place to put them, trying to categorize them, put them back to bring you some type of comfort. And that's what happens when these people get into them unfamiliar territory. They, they're afraid. They're scared. They don't know what to do. They don't know the next step to take. It's the fear of the unknown. And sometimes somewhere along the way, they started to think, they weren't worthy of great things because they feel like bad things have always happened to them, especially if it started when they were a kid. If it started when they were a kid, oh, my God, that's hard to come from. If from an early age, trauma, bad things happen to you, people neglected you, people abused you, things happened to you, people didn't show up for you, 
and you moving on through your life and that's all that's in your mind and that's all you know is that pain and that hurt from all that type of stuff happening to you, it's kind of hard to move on and think it could be anything otherwise. So they get stuck in that comfort zone of their pain, man. They're loyal to their pain. They're loyal to it. They really deal with familiar pain than to take the chance at a hope for a better tomorrow and have faith that it could be better than that because they don't know anything better than that. So, you know, they kind of get stuck in that. And unfortunately, a lot of us out here, we pay for that. We pay for it because, you know, you try to be that thing or that light and someone's like their life and you're thinking it's you, but in the end it's something that they have to work on. They have to work on that. There's nothing you can do, man. They have to work on it. So that's why with this episode, I'm just hoping that someone who goes through this, someone who has dealt with this, or if even if you know someone who always self-sabotages, man, I'm hoping they can find some comfort in this episode if you can put them on to it, because let's be frank, a lot of us do not like going seeking therapy. I'm not a therapist. I want to put that out there. I'm not a professional. Professional is always better. But if, you, if you're not going to go to seek, uh, seek therapy, you can at least get on here and listen to some words or some comfort or something that might give you a different perspective on how to look at things and how to think. But you got to step into that light, man. You're going to have to step out of those shadows that you build for yourself. The world is not all a bad place. Um, my mother... I spent some time with my mother the other day, and she likes to watch movies on Tubi. And I don't know the name of the movie. I'm not going to quote it, but for you Tubi lovers out there, because I know it's a lot of you, you might know what I'm talking about. But it was this lady, and I thought it was odd that, I get off on tangents, I thought it was odd that she was even watching this movie when I came over, because I already knew the topic that I was going to discuss. I didn't know what I was going to say about it, but I knew the topic. When we got there, there was this man that was, he was trying to love this woman. And he was doing everything for her. He was showing her a good time. And he was going all, all out on every date. And she questioned why. And she couldn't handle it, man. I mean, she didn't know what was going on. You know, he um actually proposed to her eventually after they dated for a while. And she she told him no. You know, that scared the death out of her. You know, because she used to being hurt. And she was used to pain. And she didn't know how to take that. She didn't know how to accept that. But the one thing that he said that I held on to, and I'm probably not going to quote it directly, he said, those people weren't capable of loving you, and those are the people that hurt you. Those people weren't capable of loving you, and that's why they hurt you. So we put this job of, you know, wanting to be loved by people that just don't have the ability to in their hands, and then we're hurt and we're mad when they're not able to do so. And we use that to paint a picture for the rest of the world. No one could love me. You know, that was that person. They wasn't ready. And I won't even say they won't be ready forever. They, were, they weren't ready at that time. They were not ready at that time. Who knows when they will be ready, though? But, number one, that's not your fault. That's not your fault. They're hurting their pain. For someone that hurt you outside of love, in business, in situations or whatever, whatever that person did, that was on them. It had nothing to do with you. So you cannot hold yourself in the world, man. You have so much to offer. You have so much love to give. And most people who self-sabotage have the biggest hearts. They give the most. They love the hardest, from my experience. But they, they get so afraid, they run. Number one, I hear a lot of them say no one can match their love. They know how deeply they feel, and they're so afraid of being shattered. So, you know, they'd rather go where it's comfortable. You know, or they'd rather go where they know what's going to happen. That's why you find them with people that's like, how do, what are you with that person for? That's familiar to them. They probably go from several different relationships that fail or seven, several different relationships with those same types of people because they know what to expect. It's not pulling a rug from under their feet. 
And I think I talked about that on the toxicity episode. If you guys want to go back and listen to it, the lure of toxicity. Yeah, man, they, they know what to expect and they're scared to step outside of that because they know nothing else but pain, man. But man, it's out there. It is out there, man. It's people who can love you correctly. You deserve success. I know that other business may have failed. I know that job. I know they, you worked there 20 years and they decided to get rid of you and put a robot in your place or whatever. I know that, man. But that was that situation. You can't take one situation and give it that power to control the whole entire world, man. You can't do that to yourself. You are worthy. <laughs> you are loved. So, yeah, let's stop doing this. Stop messing up stuff for yourself. People out here trying to love you. It's a purpose to be fulfilled out here for you. I'm stuttering today. Man, let's get out here and do it, man. You have to let go of that pain. You have to let go of that pain, man. You can't identify with that pain and hold on to it for the rest of your life. You're finding yourself living in the past. You're stuck in that time frame of where things happen to you. And this world is, you know, moving by without you. The world needs you. You have something that God put inside of you that you need to get out into this world. You need to put out there. You have the love of your life out there. You have the opportunity of your life out there. But you definitely have to get outside of yourself to do that, man. You have to get outside of yourself to do that. You have to recognize what's going on. You're trapped. You're trapped in that space. It's like you, you see those movies, and I won't say movies, but the situations happen in real life. For some reason on Lifetime, they show a lot of these movies where women are kidnapped or whatever, and they're held in these houses for years. And then when they leave, you have some that feel bad for their captor. Like they miss them. They have love for them because that's all they know. That's their comfort zone now. You know, all those years, that's their comfort zone. That's all they know. And that's what you've done. You've built that relationship with pain or you're afraid to let it go because it's the unknown to expect anything outside of that. It's unknown when you feel all of those feelings well up inside of you when someone loves you so deeply that you just, I don't know, you just, you don't want it to go away, go away, but at the same time, you're afraid to have it. You know, you notice people who self-sabotage when it comes to love and relationships, they're, they, they're looking for love. They're looking for it. They need it. It feels good to them. And then it just gets to a certain point where everything just crashed. Because, number one, they continually want you to prove yourself to them. People let them down so much, so they, you know, they lash out. Because they want you to prove you love them. Or they, doing, they do something terrible, and they want to see if, you st- if you're going to leave. And along the way, for people who deal with these self-sabotagers, I'm giving a word, you know, you find yourself putting yourself out there more and more and more, and you can't do that either to, to prove to them that you will be there. You know, you hear the stories of the past that they're stuck in, and you stay right there. You're probably taking this abuse that they don't even realize they're giving you. You stay right there because you want to prove to them that I'm here no matter what. You try to show them a different type of love, and that's never enough. It never will be enough until they decide to do something for themselves, until they decide to love themselves, until they decide to see that they are worthy. They have to see that. You can't see that for them. So do not stay and let that happen to you in those situations, man. Like we said in the last episode, you can support these people while they help themselves. All right? Support them while they help themselves, man. But we got to come out of this, man. No more self-sabotage. No more self-sabotage. Get out there. Life is short. If you found out, and we talk about this on a lot of episodes, about how we don't have many summers left. Life is really short. If, you, when you, if you're 30, 40 years old, you probably got like 30 summers left. If you found out you're going to die next week or tomorrow, you'll take a chance. You wouldn't care about hurt. You wouldn't care about if it's going to be pain. You wouldn't care about any of that. You'll put yourself out there and you'll step out there. So that's kind of like the case. We don't know. So you have to start living your life like that, man. Do not do that to yourself, man. 
You deserve love. You deserve everything that everybody else is out here receiving. You can have those things, but it starts with mindset. If you think everything is a failure before it starts, everything will be a failure before it starts. Stop cornering yourself, putting yourself in these corners and isolating yourself and then just going into the victim mode because things are always happening to you. People are always doing these things to you because you're already looking for it, number one. You're already looking for it. I did an exercise with my nephew when he was a kid. We were riding down. I was taking him back to Mississippi. I think we were riding down uh, Highway 61. And I was teaching him a lesson about focus. And I said, when I'm driving down this road, I want you to uh, take a moment. Put a word in your head. Think about a word in your head. All right? And then I was like, now tell me what you see. And he started naming out millions of cars and things about cars that I would never fathom. I would never know because I don't think about cars. I don't focus on cars. I don't look at cars like that. It's just a, a tool to get me from point A to B. But he loved cars. And I said, you know why you saw everything about cars? And he was like, why? I said, because that's what you focus on. Whatever you focus on in life, that's, that's what will be. And I said, me, I'm always thinking about business and my business mindset. And I say, so when I'm riding down the road, I saw the watermelon stand right there. I, I see the stores and I see the businesses and I see the signs because that's what I focus on. All right, so whatever you focus on shall be. So if you want to get out that place, because y'all, y'all want to be loved. Y'all want to get out of that place. Y'all don't want to live like that. Y'all do not want to live like that. It actually hurts you a little bit more to live like that in that isolation and pushing people away that you know weren't bad people or whatever, but it's familiar to you. It's familiar to you uh, being in that state. It's familiar to being in that place. That is familiar pain. Familiar pain, man. You and pain have been together for a long time, man. Like I said, you're loyal. Pain is your boo, all right? So it's time you get rid of that, man. You're in an abusive relationship. <laughs> You're in an abusive relationship with yourself in the form of pain. You have to let that go. You have to let that go in order to move on, to progress. And if you wonder why bad things are always happen to you, that's why. You identify with that, man. See yourself as who you really are. You're great. You're amazing. You're talented. You know, look yourself in the mirror and say these affirmations, man. You're beautiful. You're handsome. Whatever it is, you have to tell yourself because that's it's, it's true. It's true. All right? So start, stop giving pain so much credit. Stop giving these people who did these things so much credit. Stop giving these failed businesses and failed opportunities so much credit. They wasn't for you. The lesson was for you. That situation was, wasn't for you. The lesson was for you. I've had situations in my life with business failures, all kind of things that happened to me in business, and I was distraught. I was torn. I thought it was the end of the world. But that situation wasn't for me. It was only to get me to where I am right now. And as I live through these situations and adversities, I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning, man. And like I said, I'm taking these hits. I'm regrouping, and I'm moving on a little bit faster because I'm learning they're coming. They're going to be there. That's just life. Everybody has a different story. Everybody has a different hand that has me played. So what yours may be seem to be like a different hand, a worse hand than everybody else's. Just like you do in a game of spades, you take that hand and you figure it out. You get as many books as possible. And when that hand is over, guess what? You get the next one and you get, and you're ready to play the next game. And hopefully now you got something a little better. You might have one more spade. All right? So that's kind of like what we have to do, man. You guys are in love too much and it's like you're suffering and most of the time in silence. And you don't have to. Take your power back. Take your power back today. Take your power back. I know everybody look at you like you're a bad person all the time. Everybody look at you like you're always destroying things. Uh, nothing good ever comes in your life. They look at you like a mess up or whatever. 
Uh, deep down, there's a reason for that. So get to the core of what that is. You know, sit down in Indian style with a notebook and talk to that part of yourself. Talk to those people that, you know, gave you those painful memories. Go back to that time or that place that you're stuck in where those memories were created. And you have to move past that, man. You have to because, you know, it's kind of paralyzing you. It is stifling your growth. You got so much more in store for you in life. And that is not the way to go. You're not a bad person. You're not. You're not. Get down, talk to God, ask for forgiveness, whatever. Uh, amend the situations that you, you may have messed up if possible. But other than that, you have to get yourself together. You have to move on, man. Break up with pain. Break up with your relationship with pain. All right? You don't have to destroy everything, man. You don't have to. Stop making people have to fight so hard to prove themselves to you and this and this and that when it's not that serious. When deep down you really love and all you really desire is love. So go get it. Go get it, man. This is your world. It's your world. It's okay to smile. It's okay to laugh. It's okay to feel. It's okay to be. I know it's unfamiliar, but what we always say, everything we ever wanted is on the other side of our comfort zone, on the other side of fear. That's going to be fear. You're going to be apprehensive, but you got to get out there and do that, man. It's better to get out there and try to have a better tomorrow than be stuck in that place right there where you're at within that pain, drowning in it repeatedly. It's like you're playing the same song over and over, the same story over and over, man. Come out of that. You deserve better. You are, no matter what you did, you are God's child as well. God loves you. God forgives you. He holds no grudges. He holds no grudges. He sees what you're going through. And what I said last episode, when you know better, you do better. So even if you listen to this, you know a little bit better. It's a different perspective to look at. All right? Love and light to each, each and every one of you. It's all love around here. And I try not to keep you long this time, man. No, oh, I thought I did it. I'm always in 20s. I've been trying to do like 10, 15 minutes, man. I'm in 22. Not too terrible. Not too bad. But if you guys, you know what to do, uh, hit that subscribe button. If you don't follow us on social media, go to at stroke, S-T-R-O-K-D underscore the podcast, at stroke, S-T-R-O-K-D underscore the podcast. You already know, you had D-Love on the mic with you today. You know what just happened to you. You just got stroked up. Bye.